Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is No Credentials Required, powered by Belly Up Sports and a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Corey Mansfield and Ryan McCarthy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the reboot episode of No Credentials Required. I'm Ryan McCarthy, part of BellyUpSports.com, and with me is my co-host, Corey Mansfield. Corey, how's it going tonight? Great, Ryan. How you doing today? Yeah, got a little bit of a, a head cold, but nothing to be scared of. You know, I know it's COVID season and everything, but I'm, I'm, st- I'm feeling all right. Feeling good enough to record the first podcast of our reboot of No, Cre- no Credentials Required. How's things going with yourself? Good, good. Just doing some home improvement stuff around the house and uh, watching some hockey, watching some Mets baseball today. So it was a fun day. All right. So we're going to get started with no credentials required. And this was actually this is actually a reboot of the original podcast, which we did on a website from a long time ago. Well, actually, it's more like a year a year or two ago called Broken Bat Media. And Corey, I'm going to hand the reins over to you real quick. Just give us a, a brief background of... Of, of who you are and what you've done, what you've been doing with uh, sports fandom and what you did with Broken Bat Media and where we're going to go from here. Uh, yeah, I started Broken Bat Media in 2011 and uh, I just, it was, uh, it was a long, hard road, but um, personal things with the family and my growing family decided uh, not to continue doing it, but still love sports, still love talking sports. So, um, Decided to come back and, and reboot. No credentials required. Uh, lifelong New York sports fan. Um, my my favorite teams, the New York Mets, have been a Mets fan my whole life. I mean, I've lived through everything from you know um, Mike Piazza to Jeff Musselman. So I've I've seen it all, and uh, just looking forward to getting sports uh, restarted. And uh, that's pretty much it. Now, are you originally are you originally from New York? 
No, I'm actually from Vermont, up in uh, right South Burlington, right outside of Burlington. Um, mm. I'm about you know 30 miles from the Canadian border, so that kind of uh, explains my love of hockey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because because uh, you got, what UVM up there? Yes, I I graduated from UVM, and um, they uh, they're looking to um, this year. They have a new head coach coming in, so they're looking to. Um, Turn that program around up there, which was once a uh, a, a powerhouse in the ECAC back in the late nineties. And they're they're in hockey east now, I guess, right? Yeah, they're in hockey east now. Exactly. Yep. Okay. And for myself, I'm I I connected with Corey back in 2018. We were both covering our arena football local arena football team, the Albany Empire. I was covering for ArenaFan.com, and Corey was covering for, of course, Broken Bat Media, and. You know, we, that's how we got to know each other. We, I did some, I wrote some articles. I covered U Albany football. We did, uh, was it Adirondack Thunder hockey, RPI hockey, Union hockey. We tried to cover local sports in here in the Albany, New York area, and you know, for for a while it was it was it was good. You know, it was a good ride for myself. Um, but you know, we, of course, with, with Corey's uh, Corey's family things going on, and we had to move on from there, and then. Now I'm on BellyUpSports.com, and which is what we're doing now. We're on, and and before we things ended with Broken Bat Media, we again we started a podcast that lasted two episodes called No Credentials Required. The old episodes are on are on SoundCloud. And actually, Corey, I got a chance to listen to a couple of the episodes uh, a few weeks ago, and I remember the the those days. What do you remember from uh, from doing the podcast? What was what was one of the things I when I, I remembered was the um our our, our, our my uh, my article called the guy from NHL and we talked about the uh the guy from each team. So so uh so all two episodes are still on SoundCloud if you want to take a listen. If we make it to three episodes, that'll be huge. Well I consider this a third I consider this a reboot. This is this is two point oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm glad to be here. So it'll it'll be interesting as we get further into this to see uh you know how sports evolve in this ever-changing, you know, what they call uh, a new, the new world, the new normal, I think Ugh. is the term they're using. So. I, I hate that. I hate using that expression. Ugh, it drives me nuts. But anywho, all right, so, Corey, take us through what we're going to try to, what we're going to do here on No Credentials Required. Oh, just going to talk about, you know, sports uh, news. Um, we're going to try to get some interviews with some former players uh, or current players, um, but we we, you know, we're going to be talking local sports, uh, national sports, and uh, we're going to have some throwback stuff talking about, you know, some stuff from back in the day. I know when we had the original, uh, we talked about some of the Jets and the former Jets, and, and uh, that was pretty interesting. So, yeah, that's pretty much what we're going to be covering. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and you know, I'm I'm looking forward to to keep on going with this, and you know, we have to reboot of this podcast where we're going to hopefully do a lot more and cover some 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 events and speaking of sports news let's talk about the reboot of sports we got the uh nhl stanley cup playoffs in the bubble nba playoffs are in the bubble and major league baseball's in full swing Corey, what what you been watching so i've been watching a lot of hockey um you know i'm an islanders fan obviously but i try not to be biased when i talk on the um in any uh podcast or anything but it, it's it's been really interesting watching hockey uh, specifically about uh, how the NHL had really a kind of a master plan going in, into this if the season finished. I mean, out of all the sports, they were the closest basically to finishing their season. 
So how they did it with the bubble in Toronto, the bubble in Edmonton, I think it's worked out really well for them. Yeah. And I think it's kind of put them on the spotlight. I mean, they're center stage right now, and I think they're doing pretty well. I mean, I haven't seen the ratings, but it's been exciting hockey to watch. And the thing at this point is people don't realize it who don't watch hockey, but the NHL right now has some great young talent there. Absolutely. And if you turn the TV on and watch these games, there's an emerging sense of this youth movement which is really taking over the sport. It's probably something we haven't seen in 20 or 30 years. So no. uh, I've been watching a lot of hockey. Uh, tonight, uh, it's the do, or, uh, the do or Die game um, in the Easter Conference. You have Toronto and you have Columbus. So that should be an exciting game to watch. Oh, did you watch that comeback from the from 3-0 down? I mean, both the last two games have been 3-0 down for each team, and they both come back to win and score four, four straight goals for the win. I mean, it's just been crazy stuff going on in that series. Yeah, and I mean, if you even think about even going to the other series, you look at, you know, uh, Montreal getting in at, at Montreal and Chicago, both getting as 12 seed. You're talking these teams wouldn't even be sniffing the playoffs if they, if they had this normal playoff format. They both go in, they upset five seeds, and now in the first round of the playoffs, the quote-unquote playoffs, you're going to have a one seed taking on a 12 seed in both brackets. Yep. And the interesting thing about that is, is – you could honestly, you could have either of those series be huge, massive upsets because you look at you know Montreal is going to play Philadelphia most likely. I yep, they are. They are. They uh, are. You have Carey Price, who's a hot goalie. Carey Price, all of a sudden gets hot. They could upset them. And you look on the other side, Chicago. Chicago has a lot of history in the last ten years, even last fifteen years of, of winning the Stanley Cup, and they have two great players and Taves, and they have Kane. So again, right there, they can make upsets. But it, that's the, the special thing about hockey right now. Is you look at baseball. Baseball is kind of a drag because, and same thing with NBA. It the games really, specifically baseball, aren't really quote unquote relevant, even though they're a quarter way to the season. Mm-hmm. Hockey, at least, these games are relevant. So yeah. it can bring you in. It, it draws you in, and you have a reason to watch. With baseball, I know I find myself at times. I turn the game on TV. I'm watching it. And, you know, even though I'm a Met fan and I'm watching, you know, Gary Cohen and Keith Hernandez, Ron Darling talking on the SNY broadcast, mm-hmm. at times it just doesn't feel right. It feels really nor- abnormal. And Do- then I kind of turn the radio on to listen to it because it feels more normal listening on the radio. Do you think it's because there's no fans in the stands? There's no Because usually when you're watching a baseball game, you see a you see a foul ball go in the crowd or you see the fans go crazy when there's a home run or a big play. Is, is that kind of add to why it's not translating to TV correctly? Definitely. I, you know, Howie Rose was talking about it on the Mets radio broadcast today, about how much he misses the fans, how lonely he is. And it goes, the same thing goes for fans watching the game. Mm. You you always, you know, when you watch a game, you want to hear the roar of the crowd. The players yep. do too, but you want to see, you know, that foul ball that goes in the stand, that guy who catches it with one hand, or, you know, God forbid they're doing the wave, or something like that, you know. Um, it's just the atmosphere of the game. That's it, you can look at these cardboard cutouts, and it's not the same. It's kind of a joke. I know, I get it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it just feels empty. And as a, as a baseball fan, baseball's history is really about the fans. If you really think about it, and I think it's right. like at Cooperstown, they do have a big fan section, um, and, and they talk about the fans, and it's just so 
watching these games, it just feels really empty. And in the NHL, you're really the, the fans in the NHL. It, it, you could say the same thing about them, but they're in a bubble, and you don't really notice it in hockey. And I just don't understand why I don't notice it in hockey as much as I do notice it in baseball. You, how do you feel about that? I think it most, more has to do with the sight lines because, because I mean, if you see it, you see a puck go into the seats, and there's a tarp right there. So, um, but. What they what the cool thing the NHL has done is that when there's a goal scored, they have they play this uh, on on the screens. They play fans celebrating uh, when teams score a goal from their from their respective homes. So that's pretty that's a pretty cool thing that the NHL has done. Have you have you had a chance to watch any of the NBA? Not really. Not really. Um, okay. I haven't really. But yeah, a chance to watch the NBA between baseball and hockey and the thing about it is I have the baseball on TV or hockey on the TV and then the cell phone's got the other on it so I don't right. have a third thing to be able to watch NBA, NBA on so. No, I, I got a chance to watch my first NBA game my first full NBA game yesterday I watched the Nuggets and the Jazz and the NBA is pretty interesting too because they're also they're also battling for playoff spots too to, to determine who's the, the top eight seeds in the in their respective conferences I'm I'm I don't really have a team to root for, but I chose the Denver Nuggets because I've got me the Bull Bull fever, Manute Bull's son. Uh, he plays yep. for the Nuggets. He's seven foot two, but he shoots like a guard. He shoots like a guard, and he's very very mobile. I watched some highlights of him, but it's 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 different in the bubble in the NBA because I, I kind of like this. They have the tiered seating. Where mm-hmm. guys are wearing their masks, you know, the assistant, the coaches are wearing their masks, the, the players. Um, do some do wear masks, some don't wear masks, but you see them, you see them just just having fun when there's a big play happening. So uh, I got a chance, like I said, I got a chance to watch yesterday's Nuggets uh, Jazz game with double overtime. That was pretty fun to watch. It was pretty it was a nail biter up until the end. So, um, but you know, out there it's uh, down at Walt Disney World down in Orlando, which is where they're playing uh, all their their uh, their bubble series. The, the playoff seedings are also being determined there too, so uh, it's it's a different dynamic because of the world we live in. But uh, but I, I don't know. It's 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 just it's it's fun. I, I I think it's fun to watch the the bubble the bubble series, both the NBA and the NHL. I don't know how you feel about that, Corey. And the other thing too, I I, I that about baseball is I feel, I still think there's a lingering sense in a lot of fans that their season is not going to finish out. Mm-hmm. I think there's a sense that, especially what happened with the Marlins, what's happened with the Cardinals, uh, the outbreaks that, hey, if something like this happens again, are they going to be able to finish? And now you're looking at teams, like I think the Marlins have to play seven games in five days Oof. to make up. And, you know, you're talking about double headers, you're talking about players being tired, you're talking about um, not putting the product on the field that is is going to win you games. You're going to be putting out there, you know, probably, you know, well, the Marlins will be putting out a double-A player anyways, but you're talking about putting in, you know, double, triple-A players that you have to bring up because you need bodies to play these games, and they're not putting the best product on the field. And then if you think about this the other way, too, is these outbreaks that are happening, there's no bubble. They can't be in a bubble. They're free to do what they want. I mean, they're trying to, you know, keep them in as much of a, you know, kind of controlled environment as they can but major league baseball and i know manfred's taking a lot of heat for this did not do it the right way i I think an alternative i think an alternative to this 
And the, the governor of New York did make a suggestion saying, hey, you want to play baseball? Come to New York and play. If you look at states like New York, Texas, California, and even Pennsylvania, you have, and, and, and I'm, I'm going to leave Florida out of this because they had an outbreak there. But if you really think about it, there's a lot of stadiums in New York. There's a lot of stadiums in California and Florida, or not Florida, Texas. You could have made it where you said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a bubble in New York. Now, New York's a big state, but you could have said, we're going to do series, and we're going to play, you know, teams are going to play in Rochester, Syracuse, you know, Long Island, and, you know, in New York City. Queens, and, Bronx. And Queens, exactly. And then have series where, okay, two teams are going to play there, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. And, and you could have controlled it a little bit better. Instead, you have... Yeah, you're talking, you know, the Mets had to travel from New York to Boston, uh, and you have teams, and they're traveling to Atlanta still. I mean, think about that. The Mets are going to be traveling to Florida, okay? So you're, and, and with the laws and all the executive orders going on, suddenly sports teams are above that. So now what happens is, is you know, the Florida Marlins now are in New York. Let's say the Marlins go back to Florida, okay? But all of a sudden, they get COVID. The Mets roll in the town, and they get COVID. Now you have two teams that have COVID, and if that suddenly starts to happen more and more, and they do have testing, but you can't, you know, what are you going to do if a player gets it and goes back to the hotel and, you know, playing poker with his teammates and suddenly four or five guys get it, then all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's like, can they actually finish the season? I don't think they can. I really don't. I'm going to do everything they have power to do, but I don't think they can finish it. I think if Tony Clark sits down with each player representative and looks at them in the eye and just says, on a Zoom call, and just say, get your ish together, guys. I mean, you can't have... You can't have a group of players go to allegedly go to a strip club in Atlanta, which I guess the wings there are amazing, <laughs> according to some to some athletes. But <laughs> but you can't have a gr- a large group of pe- of guys go to a restaurant or go to a group activity because you're at risk of getting you're at risk of getting uh, this disease. Which I mean I mean for a younger guy for younger people, I've looked at I've looked at some of the stats, looked at some of the paper you know the 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 um statistics i mean it if young young people younger people get it it's they're not likely to have a long lasting effect they'll get over pretty quickly because because it usually affects older adults like in their 50s and they're you know from anywhere from 50 to to 80 i guess the medium the median age of death is 80 so you know for younger people they can get it and recover quickly and that's why they have the also, that's why they had the expanded rosters. I mean, with Miami, they went allegedly went to a club. Uh, the Cardinals went to a casino. Somewhere. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.
somewhere in Missouri after for a group activity. That's why they got the. That's why a group of them got the COVID. So it's just going to be a control. It's going to be somewhere that the, the players are going to have to look at each other in the eye and says, "We got look. We got finish this season. If we want to keep playing, we got to avoid going. I know. I know we're young. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna have some a good time because we're young and we're 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 rec- a little bit reckless, but." You know, they got to be accountable to each other. It's like, okay, if you're going out, we're all wearing masks. We're all social distancing. We're all rubbing hand sanitizer on our hands and washing our hands and making sure that nobody starts to get starts to get any symptoms. I mean, but some of these players could be all, they'll also be asymptomatic, too. So, I mean, I think they'll I, – I, I'm going to err on the positive side and say that, they'll, that MLB will finish this season, but they're going to have to – drag themselves to the finish line at this point if this keeps going on. You know, hopefully these outbreaks are through and we can keep continuing to play games. Uh, I know that the Marlins have a lot of catching up to do and they got the one of the best records in MLB right now, but only because they've only played, what, eight games so far? Yes. So, so I think it's going to come down to accountability with each other and to, you know, if they want to get, if they want a payday, you're going to have to, you're going to have to act responsible. You know, and that gets into now in the football, you know, with, you know, all of a sudden all these football players are opting out. And it's football. And, and to be honest with you, I haven't been a huge fan of the NFL in the last probably few years um, because of Goodell and some of the decisions that they've been making. Mm-hmm. And you would think that the NFL, having had so much time in lead up to this, would have basically had a better game plan in place. And, and, is the NFL going to be able to even be able to play? I know colleges right now, obviously, um, as funny as this may sound, UConn decided not to play their season this year, which I they're going to win the same amount of games they would have won anyways. Uh, Zero? And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they might have been better this year not playing. Um, and then you look at the MAC conference, the MAC decided they're not going to play this year. And then all these other, the, 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 you know, the, the five major conferences, are they going to play? Is one of these major conferences going to say, you know what, it's not worth it? And, you know, it gets into the NFL, but the and, and you look at the NFL, does the NFL have a plan in place? You're talking about 63-man rosters playing guys. It's, it's, it's a different sport. I mean, you're talking about guys hitting each other, tackling each other, spitting on each other. I mean, in some cases, you heard stories about guys playing in the NFL. They couldn't go to the bathroom. They'd pee on themselves during the games. <laughs> so you're talking about these guys touching each other throughout the game. And, you know, you, how are you going to control, you know, 63 players on one side of the ball, 63 players on the other side of the ball, all the personnel on the sideline, all the coaching? You know, it, it's just it's a monumental task which I don't think is going to happen. And that leads us into our, our next segment, which is about the players that are opting out. I mean, there's how many players, Ryan? 57, 67, how many? 69. 69 players. 69 players opted out. But, I mean, that accounts to a little over 97.4, a little over 97% of players who have decided to play this year. I mean, there's a lot of big names out there who decided to opt out. I know for my New York Jets, C.J. Mosley, he opted out. Uh, Josh Doxson. Oh, you're New York Jets too, of course, of course. Yeah. But if you look at the New England Patriots, you've got a, you've got what, eight guys who opt who decided to opt out, and that's in, that includes Dante Hightower, who is arguably one of the best linebackers in football in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the list right now, and I see you know there's names that pop up, you know, um, that are. 
you know, like obviously Josh Dover, you know, he had, you know, he, he was a kind of a prospect that was kind of over, you know, uh, overrated. And, you know, he only he had 81 catches and eight touchdowns in his career. He's, he's going to be a, you know, a, a fifth receiver, a sixth receiver on the Jets. But then you start getting down, you got, you know, Patrick Chung, uh, you have Damian Williams with the with the, the Chiefs who need running backs. No, not well, uh, well, not necessarily. I mean, they they've got uh, Hilaire Edwards from they drafted him at LSU in the first yeah, round. So yeah. it's, there's really no big loss on for for the Chiefs there. And they're looking further down. I mean, it's it's just a, a kind of mismatch of stars and not players. But there hasn't been that real. You know, I could if there was a player. Do you think if there was a player like a I don't want to throw Mahomes out there, but let's say like like a like a Jared Goff or somebody who's like kind of not a top tier player but kind of a second tier player came out and said, Hey, you know what? I'm not playing this year. Do you think if more dominoes would fall and more players would opt out? I mean obviously I think if Tom Brady said, I'm not playing this year people are gonna suddenly say, I'm not playing, I'm not playing, I'm not playing. But do you think if it, if it's a second tier player like a like a Jared Goff or a, I don't know, even Sam, like Darnold said, I'm not playing for the Jets this year. Do you think other players would follow suit around the league? It depends. I mean, I, I know with some of the COVID, uh, the COVID opt-outs, it depended on whether or not you were low-risk or high-risk. So, say, for instance, you were a player who was a high risk. I mean, I know Nate Solder from the Giants, he opted out because he's got two he's got I think one of his kids has cancer. So mm-hmm. that's a high risk situation. He's going to get 350 350 grand. If you're if you're a player who's at low risk of getting uh COVID, you only get 150 grand. Uh, I don't know if it's on top of this of the of the salary you're going to earn this year, but if you're Tom, I'm if I'm Tom Brady, I'm making 30 million bucks this year. Do you think I'm really going to opt out for a hundredth of the pay that I'm going to get this year because mm-hmm. I'm afraid of getting this, I'm afraid of getting this uh, this uh, of, of Ferry getting Rona. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and I think too the, the the you know these players like Tom Brady and you know they have handlers that are going to you know make sure that they're not anywhere near anything that would harm them. Well, Sam Donald's like quarantined by him, basically by himself. He says, he says, my life's going to be boring for the next month and a half. I'm just going to go to practice. I'm going to go right back to my room because yeah, he had well, he had mono last year, so he's exactly, he's going to be more susceptible yeah. to getting 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 the Rona. So yeah. so guys like that who may have a, a, a compromised immune system or uh, have a past history of getting like mono or or if they have or if they're diabetic. Yeah, they're going to be more susceptible to the disease, but they're going to take. But if they're still going to play, they're going to take every single precaution necessary to make sure that they're going to be on the field on September 10th or the 13th or the 14th. And the, other th- and the other thing too is Ryan is I know, you know, college. But I'm a big college football guy, and and I know you are too. You like watching, you know. And yeah. I'll watch, you know, Texas Tech versus Tennessee State any day. It's how much I love college football. But. um you look at how these conferences now are suddenly, some of them are saying, okay, we're going to play all our conferences in our conference. And then you got, oh, well, we're going to play one or two games outside. And there's kind of some conflict, you know, there's a kind of a conflict of interest there. Like, oh, well, we're going to play here, but we're not, we might, no, we don't know. So the way I think about college football now is, are you going to have kind of a tainted national championship? And then how are you going to do bowl games? I mean, think about that. Bowl games yeah. is huge money for college football well there's already been one bowl game has has said we're, we're not going to do a bowl game this year but it was like one of those really 
the, one of those lower tier bowl games that ESPN puts on every year. <laughs> They're in their bowl week. Bowl game. Something like that. But one one bowl has already said we're not going to do we're not going to do a game this year because of the pandemic, and that's fine. I mean, it's the lower tier bowl. But if you come to say the Rose Bowl, which has been played every year for the past hundred and what. 18, 19 years, 120 years, that says you know, we can't do it this year because of the pan- because of the ongoing pandemic in California. Uh, I'm, yeah, if what if it comes to a bigger bowl game saying we we're not going to host this year, then they might have to scrap the season. I don't I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of a, a lot of the comp- the big the Power Five conferences have start have allegedly started to meet. Uh, sources have said that they're they're starting to meet and they're deciding whether or not they're going to do season. They're going to do a respective season. So. We'll see. I mean, with the Mac, with the Mac being canceling this season, I don't know if they're moving it to spring or they're just canceling it outright and waiting until twenty twenty one. But that's going to be a big mess with scholarships and eligibility coming by, coming to the NFL, coming up to the draft in April. So the bowl that got canceled was the Serve Pro First Responders Bowl, and it's usually played at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas. That got canceled, so. Nah. You know, okay, it's one bowl game. We're not going to be watching. Yeah, it's like the but, it's like the ACC yeah. six against the Big Ten eleven or something. I don't know. It was, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those yeah. games that say, yeah, we'll pay a bunch of money if you come down and play play down here in Dallas. Yeah, and I mean, is it going is our bowl games going to dictate you know the college football season? You know, it like de- you said, it like, depends. It, it, if they like like it, like you said, if the Rose Bowl comes out and he says we're not going to play the Rose Bowl this year. And then all of a sudden, college football is like, what do we do? We don't have the granddaddy of them all, and and you know, and that's the thing is, you're going to have players, college players that are going to be opting out. You're, it, it's just, it, it's one of those. And then, like you said, like, where, when do you do at the MAC? How are they going to make up their season? You have all this eligibility, you have all this stuff going on. It's just really just a chaotic thing, and I think more than any other sport just because of all the people involved with it and all the money I mean, talk about the revenue right from college football it's just crazy yeah yeah i mean i know the fcs has decided to postpone until the spring uh albany which is which is which is coming up in the in the in the uh caa they're starting to be a, a they're, they're hopefully starting to grow into a powerhouse uh, in the in the Colonial Athletic uh, uh, Association, uh, they're going to hold out their season until I think was it March or April. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just real quick, just real quick, Ryan. Um, so it was July fifteenth. Um, the Rose Bowl parade was canceled. Right. The parades hold off. Yeah, right. So, um, you know, that's one thing that you have to keep in the back of your mind. If they canceled the parade, and it was the first time since World War II um, that, they can't, or that they canceled the Rose Bowl parade. So it's something we're going to have to keep an eye on, you know. Suddenly, if you start seeing, you know, it, all it's really going to take is for one major conference to come out. And, and, and you know it's not going to be the SEC. It's not going to be the Big Ten. It, it, you know, if anybody's going to cancel their season, I, I just I think it's going to be one of the lower, you know, kind of like the uh, the ACC. It's going to be the Pac-12. I think it's going to be the Pac-12 because all those players made really? those demands. Yeah. Yeah, you got a good point there. You know, but at the, they're you know all it's going to take is for one, you know, and then and then if, if, if let's say you have the, the Pac the Pac-12 who says we're not going to play, and you have the ACC saying we're not going to play either, and then you only have three of the major conferences playing. Then is it is, is a national championship case? Let's say you have you know Alabama just runs the table and just wins you know 
But how are you going to do the seating? How is there going to be money distributed between the team? I mean, it's just a mess. And it'll be interesting to see how they, they, they do this going forward because, Ryan, it's coming up. I mean, we're less than a month away from this all starting. Right, right. And I, and I, I thought I saw something where the UVA, where some of the UVA players tested positive for, for COVID, but that was back in, I think, was it June or July? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a 14 day quarantine. So they could probably start practicing again, but I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of weeks because if any of the Power Five conferences decide they're not going to play this year, that's going to start a snowball effect for the other other Power Five conferences as well as the mid other mid major conferences like the Sun Belt and who uh, the American Conference. It's it's going to be a snowball effect. So you might see them postpone until until spring or not even play at all this year and that's going to be and i think the nfl has even said that if if any of the if there's if there's if there's no college football this year they're going to play saturday games yep and then the other thing about college football too ryan is that you think about these 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 kids so you think about these athletes you know you're talking about student athletes that are they going to be allowed to go to class you know, is the is the NCAA going to allow them to go to class for any any sport for that matter? Just not football. Allow I, them to go to class. I, I think they'll do online classes. That's that's what I did. That's how I got my degree. As I did, I did all yeah. online classes. So they could they can yeah. switch over to online classes for for athletes. It's, I don't see that as a big problem as long as they put in the work. A and B, uh, they're accountable to their their coach or their athletic director on how they do their when they do their work. And think about the other thing, too, you have boosters involved. And then in all these big programs, you know, these players are, you know, they're invited to, you know, these big parties where there's boosters there, there's this, there's that. I mean, these guys are always, you know, around people and stuff like that. And you just got to wonder, you know, know, is this, and I just, I I think like we just talked about, it's going to take one conference just coming out and and saying we're not going to play. Oh, I don't disagree disagree with you now. It's going to be chaos. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that, and again, it's going to come down to whether or not they're going to either they're going to postpone until spring or cancel outright until twenty twenty one. That's going to be the big determining factor as to whether or not as to how they how they do this. And you know, Ryan, that leads into another point: is if let's say let's say the pandemic does go on, and these college football college football says, "Hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to switch and start playing in the spring." Hey, spring football hasn't done that well, you know, AAF. Uh, the XFL. It's coming back. Suddenly, it's coming back. Yeah, I, know, <laughs> I know. I know. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Just think about this. If you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're looking to make, you know, you know, obviously college football, you know, has always been in the fall. But if they had to play it in the spring, everybody's always been itching for for spring football. And now this could be a way, maybe, to have some spring football too. I don't think college football would change that and do it in spring. But hey, if they did. Hey, there's going to be spring football, something that hasn't worked out in the last two years. You know, I it's going to. De- I think the success of spring football is going to depend on where they, who, which conference goes is, is going to start first. Is going to be the first to move to spring. I think the SEC is going to be wild, wildly successful, successful, no matter when they play. I mean, the Alabama spring game. At, when they have a scrimmage between the players, red and between the uh, the crimson and the white. It always it's, it's going to sell out. Same as the Garnet and Gold in, in Tallahassee in the ACC. So it doesn't matter when in the South. It doesn't matter when you play football. It's always going to be. It's, it's always going to bring people in. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. 
All right, Corey. So we've gone about half an hour talking about sports, talking about the uh, reboot of our podcast. Uh, I just want to let everybody know we're going to start our credential. We're going to start our page for tw- for Twitter page for the show. It's going to be at no creds R E Q D. So no credentials required. It's going to be on the going to be on Twitter fairly soon. Uh, watch out if you want to check out more podcasts on the Belly Up Sports podcast network go to bellyupsports.com you'll see all of our podcast listing there including what's up belly up uh, hardcore honeys puck puck pass the corner booth show uh, md's fantasy corner uh a fantasy show uh fantasy football show so check out all our sports stuff on bellyupsports.com as for Corey mansfield i'm ryan mccarthy thanks for joining us and we'll see you in the media booth music is On The Verge by Joseph McDade. Check out his music and support him on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Thank you for listening to No Credentials Required, powered by Belly Up Sports and a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. For more articles and podcasts, visit bellyupsports.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.